0: in the trap. This is for the <laughs> Believe in Miracles? Hey, I play chess, but only in 4D. I'm by myself, but they think I'm 4D. When they see me online, they think they know me. Go ahead, like, and subscribe. You got to show me. I apply pressure, and they try to reject it. Clearly ain't see I was a diamond, so they didn't accept it. Told me I was a failure, so I said, F it. Might even start my own school and teach them a lesson. Yeah, I'm going to call it self Harmon. Fly. South and get the south popping. <laughs> One day I'm gonna give you a walk through and introduce you to this walk, too. <laughs> I know you lost, that's just dynasty talk Cause you can't start no franchise without no dynasty talk I took a break from the game, nicked on my dynasty stock Till I came back like Wimby Yama, I feel like Coach Pop I can't say that I'm the GOAT, cause you ain't gonna agree But if I own my own farm, I can make the GOAT Me, the ladies love the beard, and they used to love the GOAT That's when I was a lamb, burning music on CDs I wasn't born in 88, December 87, I was 16 days away My flight why not, I just got paid today When I land this dirt statue I came to fade away Check the timeline for the stories and the play-by-play My life a Patreon link You gotta pay to play I, I work 16 hours, boy that's a 88 X Factor like this Brian, my boy 88 Watch dream like when you living like A heavyweight, this ain't a one Week thing, we grind like everyday They know my destination, Debbie Like I hang with Ray, if they ain't Know my name, I bet they know my name it Day. Treat this mic like an let's make a trade today. Drop this on Fizzle Friday, cause that's my favorite day. And I'm gonna do it my way, cause that's my favorite way. They tried to put me on the shelf like I'm laying layaway. Told me it ain't no way, so I made a way. Huh? Welcome to South huh, man? I'm glad you here today. Welcome to South Har, huh? and I'm glad you here, here today. I'm glad you here today. Welcome to South Har, huh? and I'm glad you here, here today. I'm glad you here today. Hit that Patreon link if you here to stay. Huh? Treat this mic like an ATM. let's make a trade today. <laughs>
1: What's up, everybody, and welcome into the inaugural episode of the South Harmon Spotlight. The inaugural, yes, yes, what? you heard that first. The very first one. I really wanted to do this series to highlight the incredibly dope people that we have in this fantasy football community, whether it's DFS, betting, best ball, redraft, home leagues, or if you're a dynasty degenerate, like always, tuning into us, we highlight it all. So, First inaugural episode kicking off, and uh, hopefully we'll make this a quite the series, right? Highlighting content creators, established ones, new, upcoming, people just trying to break into the space. And I am extremely excited to welcome in somebody that I met at the Fantasy Football Expo, and we kicked it off pretty good. It was a short conversation, but it was a good one. Tracy Norton, how you doing tonight, Tracy?
2: I'm good. I literally bumped into you. Like I Literally. did, I, I was trying, there were so many people and I was like, I was like this, can I just scooch through? And I bumped into you, thankfully, because then I turned around and got to talk to you for what, like three minutes. And I walked away and I said to everyone on the way past, I'm like, that dude is awesome. I was like, who is that dude? Cause I want to like be, be him. I want to hang out with him. And then what was funny is after that, I saw you like 25 different times. So. Yeah, I was very excited to to bump into you.
1: Well, in all fairness, I kind of stand out like a sore thumb, right? In the best way
2: possible. Come on.
1: Tracy do you want to tell the people what you're doing right now like what is uh, where can they find your work at like what are you into what are you, are you writing are you doing some podcasting like you told me at the expo you were uh, a fake content creator I, th- I thought that was so hilarious too like or you said you're a fraud or something like that
2: I feel That's- like a fraud you have no idea like I feel like all of you people think that like it's a mask and you just think I'm someone else and eventually you know you're going to figure it out but uh, I actually am now writing for the, uh, the league winners, which I'm very excited about. Um, I have a couple other things that are hopefully coming down the line that I'm going to start writing for, but I don't want to say it yet. Um, I have uh, I have a blog that I'm starting, but, but I'm most excited. I'm going to start a podcast <laughs> very shortly. I have one out. Um, and honestly, it's it's been a whirlwind. I got home from the expo, and I have so many things scheduled, but I cannot complain in any way. So mainly Twitter right now. Um, it's gg underscore box. if anybody wants to uh, to hit me up or ask me anything, or make fun of me for my picks or for the way I draft. Bring it on! But yeah.
1: Go go follow Tracy. I can promise you, she's a better follow on Twitter than I'll ever be because I I just repost. That's I that's... say
2: horrible things and whatever I want. So that's yeah. perfect.
1: I don't I don't say anything at all because I just have no ambition whatsoever to grow a Twitter <laughs> really? following at all. <laughs> it's just not for me. <laughs> I it's did okay.
2: Listen. I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll blow you up on Twitter. No problem. I'll take care of that for you. I'll there get is. everybody over.
1: There you go. I did listen to your podcast too uh, just a few days ago, right? put on Thank your first you. one right I know what it's like to uh when Adam and I started South Harmon it was uh you know like ten people I think listened to us and I'm pretty sure like eight of them were our wives
2: <laughs> just, right yeah
1: It's just friends and family and and the first one I ever did was solo you know just like the one you did and i'm incredibly nervous i go back and listen to it now and i'm like oh my gosh i should just delete this from the internet forever i know exactly
2: (laughs) exactly that's why i keep kind of saying if anyone wants to come on but i know i have to 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 find my own way it's the only way i'm going to be comfortable so i just have to do it um and i have a couple of ideas i mean i'm I'm an out of the box thinker, so I'm great with ideas, but follow through and me don't go hand in hand. So uh, that's why I'm on other people's shows,
1: doing a <laughs> doing a solo podcast even to this day for me. Like I've only been doing it for a couple of years now, and doing it a solo one to this day still is the worst thing ever. <laughs> I hate every minute of
2: it. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's so much much. easier if you got somebody else to talk to and you can get them on camera and you can look at them and you can kind of go back and forth with facial expressions and and know when to talk and you don't feel like you're rambling all the time. So, Well, that's
2: what it is because at at, at some point I'm just like, is anyone still going to be listening at this point? Because, I mean, I've gone off on four different tangents and I'm talking to myself. The only thing is normally I answer myself because I pretend I'm the dogs that I'm watching, so I answer as the dog. You have no idea. This is all day long. So uh thankfully I don't do that.
1: <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> I still still to this day too, like guess to go to other people's uh stuff. Like I have no idea really what the vibe is. Uh, you know, how uh, how profanity friendly they are. So when right. Adam and I are doing stuff, we just left the bombs fly, right? It's so oh, natural. God. So, yeah. That is
2: the hardest part of all this is not cursing as an Irish person. Yep. I try my best, but certain words just fit.
1: <laughs> i don't think if i get an uh, i don't say an obligatory fuck within the first five minutes it's not a south harvard podcast i, mean, I think it that's describes required
2: everything if you don't have a word it's like there you go throw it in
1: hell yeah so let me ask you how did you get started in fantasy like how did you how did you get this passion for it like what what stoked it what got you into football or, or fantasy betting uh, whatever your real passion is right now, like your favorite. Like mine is, mine is dynasty. I I do some betting, but I'm horrible at it. I do, uh, I do some DFS, but I'm also horrible at it. And I, you know, play best ball and underdog. And I have mm-hmm. a home redraft league that's been going on for, I don't know, 25, 30 years at this point that I keep There's doing. There's so
2: but. many of you that have been, it's crazy to me. Um, I mean, I got to be honest, betting like every week is one of my favorite parts of football if, uh, if I don't have money on the game, I mean, I don't put a lot, and I'm one of those safe bettors, but if I don't have money on the game, it's, all, it's almost like, ugh, God, do I want to watch the game? But uh, um, I didn't know anything about football two years ago, like nothing. Didn't know any of the rules. I didn't ever watch it because I found it boring because I didn't know the rules. Um, and then COVID hit, and uh, my best friend, uh, J.C., Jimmy Carter, um, not the one that's passing away, unfortunately, um, that he's passing away. Not that it's that one. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. he got me into, he was like, all right, I'll teach you the rules. Like was patient enough. And I picked it up really quickly and realized how much fun football actually is. Um, and then I, fa- I don't even know how I found, um, fantasy. I found FanDuel first and realized I was good at it. And, uh, it, kind of took off from there. I just was doing the, the, the betting every week. The funny part is that this is the first year that I'm doing hardcore. I did best ball last year, but I've never been in a league. This is the first year I started leagues. Um, it's, it's all kind of new, but I know it's, you know, like I know what I'm talking about. I know my stuff. I'm football all day, every day in the car, every chance I get. Every dog walk, I'm listening to a podcast. I mean, it's ridiculous. I had 20 best balls. At least, it's not a lot for some of you, but I had 20 or 30 best balls done before the NFL draft happened. Yes. Um, like, I'm insane with it. I'm I'm so insane that JC is like, I can't talk football with you anymore. Like, you got to, especially since the expo. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I love it.
1: This this is why the expo is so great, too, right? You go there and you think you're going to be the the outcast or you'll be a little bit yes. weird or you're going to be anything like that. But within minutes, you just realize everybody here has the same, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Can we call it a disease? Like this football disease? We're at a giant <laughs> conference. Yeah, we're in the same cult, the same fantasy yeah. football cult. But we don't
2: that... drink the Kool-Aid. they drink a lot of beer
1: yeah i drank a lot of vodka this uh this expo that's for sure i I had half
2: a beer and one shot the entire weekend
1: (laughs) i don't think i was sober for more than five minutes
2: (laughs) well you don't get a hangover if you keep drinking so
1: just alternate you know vodka and water vodka and water just back and forth right and who needs sleep i can sleep when i get back here yeah right (laughs) but honestly
2: though that is it's for anyone that hasn't gone you don't have to be a content creator. You just have to be a fan. Um, but it's the greatest community of people. I mean, I made lifelong friends. I made friends that that you would think when we talk that I've known them for forty years. Ryan Kennedy and Chuck are two of my favorite people in the entire world. And I mean, you just get there and you you see these people that have thousands and followers or and they're they're just walking around like anybody else the great thing for me is I have no idea who anybody is so I was calling like Marcus you know like the, the got the, the guy I was calling him names in the same draft as him had no idea it was him it, it, I, it's because i I don't really care but uh but no like Bob's walking around he's drinking and drunk you know it, just happy everyone just acts like everybody else yes and it's not it's it's not fake it's just it's the greatest group of people i mean i'll say it every day really (laughs) it's the only place that i feel like i've actually fit in to to the point that my daughter she she got all like choked up she was looking at the pictures and i was what are you doing and she said i have honestly never seen you smile so much and so genuinely she's like you fit you fit perfectly and for her to get it from just the pictures, it meant the world. So I love crazy. you guys. That's crazy <laughs> too, because the
1: the pictures from the expo never do it justice of what it's actually like. There. Never, never. There's there's probably a lot of pictures too, uh at least for us at our community, that I'm like, I'm glad nobody took that picture. I'm glad that they oh, I just
2: wish someone got a picture of uh of them on the roof. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and waking up on the roof.
1: Oh, it's like some hangover stuff right there. Oh god, yeah. How about that? Uh, that tiny bar that we went to Saturday night, the after party oh at my George's.
2: God.
1: Right, I think it holds like thirty people, and um, we probably put two hundred in there.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and you're but you're looking around, and every big name is there.
1: Every one of them.
2: Everyone, and then you go to the the DoubleTree, and you look across the bar, and Dez is just sitting there drinking right. with everybody like what is i'm like i i'm looked up and i'm like what is going on scott engel is doing karaoke des is sitting at the bar and i'm sitting across from them watching it blew my mind
1: incredible the the community is completely awesome and you're one of those people that made the expo really awesome for me i had a great time got to bump into you and chat a little bit and I said, next you know year it will be
2: so much better
1: yeah well <laughs> My first expo was was last year, and I went to, you know, you're kind of timid, not really out there. We weren't really established or anything. Not that we're we're super established now, but you just kind of feel like you're trying to feel it out. And uh, you you talk to so many incredible people, and you're like, oh, yeah, we'll link up. You know, we'll get you on a podcast, and we'll do this. and Uh, nothing ever really comes of it. And part of that's, you know, just me and my personality and how I, how I do things. Like I'm not very good about reaching out. So this year at the expo, I said, the one thing I will do is make sure I'm going on all these people that I talk to, I'm going on their show or I'm getting them Mm -hmm. online and we're going to do something to highlight these people. Like I want to grow these relationships because they're so incredible for those three days at the expo. They're so incredible, um, that we build them it just seems like a shame to let him go for you know, the other 362 days of the year. <laughs> right?
2: that's well, the that's the thing too. I mean, like I said, I, I, I'm so blessed because of the amount of support and love that the community showed me that I, in any small way, want to be able to do that for other people. So I keep telling everyone, you know, It doesn't, to me, followers don't necessarily matter. I just want 5,000 so I can follow other people because I'm so sick of having to delete people to follow other people, Uh. you know? But uh, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. To me, it just matters if if you want to come on and talk some football. So anybody that, that, you know, needs help or wants help or whatever, just reach out because I think we kind of get stuck in our own heads we second guess ourselves and we're like, well, nobody really wants to hear what we have to say. And that's where I was for a long time. And I think that's what I took home from the expo. The most where people were like turning around where, you know, I had like Gary tell me he was excited that I was following him. He's like the leader of IDP, you know, which (laughs) is my newest love, by the way, I think my goal is to be the number one girl in IDP. Let's go. My goal. But like, I'm like me like are you sure there's not somebody behind me that you're talking to you know <laughs> but uh, I think that's what we all need to take away from it yes they have a lot of followers they're just the same as us so just you know put yourself out there as as easy as it is to say um and just do your thing because you know what if three people listen it's three more than we're listening to you before
1: yeah 100 percent so Let's actually talk some ball now. We got all the the yeah. nice the nicest. Oh. Let's talk some ball. That's what you're here for. Right? You can cut <laughs> all like... that out if you want to. <laughs> oh, we're definitely leaving that in. We got to let the people know who Tracy Norton is. All right.
2: Oh God. <laughs> they only really knew.
1: All right. So you're doing best ball, and you would you twenty drafts before the NFL draft? You are a degenerate. You're Google gobble, one of us. <laughs> that's what yeah. I do a lot of my Hell best yeah. work before the NFL draft. Who are some of your favorite players? this year that you're taking oh
2: god Amon Ross St. Brown yes. is like the greatest man in the world I will take him any day of the week any day um, Gainwell Pickett I love Pickett uh, he's wow. one of my favorites I he- like the guys that other people don't like like I you know I I, I like the underdogs um, I like kind of the like I'm not a Lamar Jackson fan I love golf. Honestly, pretty much half of Lion's team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Lions seem to be the favorite, too. I'm with you, though. I'm a big. And, and
2: what's, they're, yeah. they're not a good team, but I love when I go down the line and I pick my players, I'm like, oh, God, it's another freaking Lion. Like, Geez, I need to stop doing that. basically the, the Lions all the way.
1: I'm a big, I I'm big on the lions. Like there's a lot of players on there. I think we're undervalued. I always look at everything from a dynasty lens, but even, even in dynasty, you know, half my teams are going to be geared towards trying to win. So it's more like a redraft in the end. Anyways. I need but to I'm, start doing that. <laughs> oh, it's an addiction uh, that I don't wish on pond. Anyone. <laughs> you start doing dynasty leagues, Tracy. Oh, my
2: oh I have some already. I'm in like, I don't know. Like, Thirty-two already. Let's I just started go. a vampire one last night. Yes. Yeah, it's awesome. Everyone was retired. I'm like, what the f is going on?
1: See, I, I'll t- I'll tell you. My favorite thing to do is Dynasty Best ball because I don't have to set lineups on Sunday. I'm too busy. I got other stuff to do.
2: <laughs> yeah, the trading and ugh, all of that is is it's a lot to keep up with for there sure.
1: You go. But I'm a huge raw fan. I've been a huge fan of his, and you know. Maybe spit a little vitriol last year when people thought DJ Chark signing with the Lions was going to be the thing that killed Amon Ross. Yeah, Brown,
2: no. so. Like I'm looking honestly, this rookie class to me is is really exciting. I'm looking like uh, Flowers, um, Deuce Vaughn. I'm very interested in seeing how he produces CJ Stroud, um, <clears throat> who I was hating on, but I feel like he's going to do pretty well. Uh, it, I think we have definitely a better rookie class than we had last year. Um, if they can produce, my main thing is, you know, you have like a <clears throat> penny, uh, like everyone that I, that I kind of like is, is going to get hurt. I mean, <laughs> they're all getting hurt now, or they've been hurt. Um, Deandre Swift. I love, uh, but I, love I don't that. know that the injuries is, is just killing me pretty much. Everyone that I have like picked it's, Oh, he's out. ACL injury, or he's out for the season, or, you know, he got arrested. Ugh, come on, boys, be better. Like, really.
1: I like the fact that you're out here, you're talking about Rashad Penny, you're talking about DeAndre Swift. I'm a big, big DeAndre Swift guy for the Eagles. I'm a huge Eagles fan. So I
2: hate the Eagles. I am so sorry. Right. I cannot That's stand right. them. I pray to God that Jonathan Taylor doesn't go to the Eagles, because then I can't like him anymore. Yes. Um, You know, but... In reality, it'll probably be the Eagles or the Chiefs because he goes to the Browns. It's not going to happen. Uh, he Lions aren't <laughs> God. God love them, but the whole first round pick or you know multiple other round picks they can't afford. So
1: right. we'll see. We'll see. I'm thinking too. The crazy thing is, especially uh, just talking about Rashad Penny, is he might be in danger of not actually making the team, which is is kind of right wild crazy. Considered from where we were at, right? Uh, you got the, uh, the Trey think, Sermon coming on, and, and he was a bust and a cast off for the longest time, and that might be the guy who puts the fork in Rashad Penny, which would no. be a hell of a storyline right there.
2: I think that's that's my biggest problem with football is that they give these, these kids a shot. You know, there's so many good rookies. They give them a shot, and let's say they don't produce the first or second week, then, you know, they're reduced to 30% if you're new and you give them 30% to work with, it's not enough. It's not like there's nerve. These they're kids. They're kids. Oh my (laughs) God. You know, they need to like get their nerves out. They need a a good, uh, you know, they, they need playing time. And I feel like if they, they screw up in any way, people like freak out and then they pull them and then that's it. And their, their opportunities missed. And you could have somebody great, you know, like Mims, horrible choice right now it's not great but i feel like in two or three years you know dynasty wise or whatever he's gonna he's gonna be good they just need kind of like a you need somebody to take him under their wing and just <laughs> you know happens. not zach wilson he's just god-awful and needs oh, to go man. away my like, god you're driving mom, for god's sake
1: you're driving daggers in my heart, man. I'm a Zach Wilson guy. Really, I use yeah. him as a
2: verb for when people fuck up. I'm that, like Zach Wilson it. That like it's my favorite fair. thing to say. And now i have gotten other people doing it. <laughs>
1: I'm out. I'm out here defending him in the dynasty landscape for the simple fact that we rarely see people who are drafted that high be ousted completely from the league. You know, mm-hmm. would not get an opportunity somewhere else. Now I can't tell you when it's going to come. It might not come next year. It might not come the year after that. But at some point some team out there is going to hand the keys over to, to Zach Wilson at least one more time and see if he still see, has My, it, my right? problem
2: with him is he doesn't, he doesn't demand presence. I right. think my, personally the, that's the first thing I saw when he came out, he looks like a little boy in his dad's suit. That's too big. You know, that's, that's out true. here trying to pretend. And somebody says something too like too loud to him. And he's like, Oh God, he just, he doesn't, come out and like if even if you're pretending you just need to come out with confidence and he just didn't have it i i that's i don't see him going unless they can build him up but rogers we all know can't stand <laughs> god love him he cannot stand really taking players under his wing although he seems much happier than he ever has yeah. so maybe but uh if somebody takes him under their wing and, and boosts him up maybe but he's just like a little boy playing in his dad's you know sandbox i think
1: right do you have the uh, the same hard knocks addition uh, addiction that i seem to have too like i just can't get it all i do knocks? i
2: haven't watched it this season though oh, because yeah, i i was reading until i got home honestly and i have not stopped you can my voice you can even hear it. right between my dog walking business and all the football stuff i don't i, I don't even sleep anymore <laughs> So I'm kind of waiting until I have a couple days so I can sit and watch all of it at once. Cause I love the Jets. I love the Jets.
1: Oh, you're it's a my Jets. Dad's fan. Team. Let's go. So
2: I'm stoked that it's them. But I'm I excited to watch it.
1: <laughs> I love it, man. You you got you got the Jets now. We're out here touting the Jets, telling me how much you hate the Eagles. This is gonna be perfect, right? This battle of the greens. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. K- yeah. K- you can have the Eagles all day long
1: uh Kelly green still the better color. <laughs> I'll go to the grave with that one <laughs> Okay. We'll get to see it. You talked about uh, we talked a little bit about DeAndre Swift. What makes you like DeAndre Swift so much? Like uh what was it was it the fact that he was a former lion? <laughs> I mean, it definitely helps. It definitely
2: helps. I he's just I feel like he's an all-around good player. He uh he t- just he every every time he goes out, he kind of imp- like he improves. He just, he seems to, to want to, it sounds silly, but he seems to want to be there. You know, like you can see it. When people play, you can see the follow-through. Like when someone has the ball and they're running, they either follow through all the way, like they're going to, you know, just barreling through a car accident or they do the, the half and half where they just don't like the very end, they just kind of back off. Um, he just, he always seems like he's trying to do better. And I, I just I think he's definitely someone that's just going to continue to to improve as years go on. Whereas <laughs> there's a couple other guys that are definitely not. Um, uh, yeah. You know, let's not call them out just yet. We'll give we'll give him a chance.
1: I like it. I like Murray, it. I th- Tyler Murray. Yeah, I think uh, I think Swift's going to be the RB one for the Eagles this year. At the end of the day, I so agree. We look at I the agree. end of the season. I hope
2: if- so because I think he deserves a shot. I really do. I think he can do. Do really well. I mean, his tapes are good. I really hope he does well, but it's the Eagles, so.
1: <laughs> I'm not buying it's into like, the. You know, Meg from League.
2: Family Guy. When he yeah. always, everyone says Meg. That's what I say when I hear his name, or or the Eagles, or uh Debo. I can't stand Debo.
1: Well, let's let's switch teams. Let's stay within the division. Uh, Monday Night Football is going on right now, and uh, unfortunately, it looks like Terry McLaurin went down with an injury. Most, oh, God. most people are calling it a high ankle sprain. You know, I did see the ACL thrown around, but I don't think it's actually that. How much Terry McLaurin are you exposed to in these best balls that you did? Were you drafted a lot of, a lot of scary Terry? Nope. None. None. I None don't, I don't think
2: I've been anything.
1: That's so, good. And I we don't mean.
2: take McKinnon either. I'm just throwing it out there. There's certain <laughs> no. people that I just will not. None. Like, it hurt me so bad. So bad to take Zeke last night in the vampire draft. Oh God, I cannot stand that man in his stupid little tiny shirt and his stupid big ego and his stupid hair. Oh look, if he paid as much attention to his outfits as he did to playing the goddamn game, then he might actually do something. Yes, he had one great catch. Great. He doesn't do anything for me. Every time I pick him in basketball or if I pick him like for the week, he does nothing. nothing. can't stand him.
1: Oh man. Oh, okay. Uh, what about uh, what about Jahan Dotson? Then he would be standing to benefit if uh, I like character- Dotson. You got a lot of Dotson laying around. I
2: don't have a lot. I don't have a lot, but I do like him. I like. I, I feel like he's he's a, a decent pick. Um, you know, he's uh he's not up there, but he he can definitely get you a decent amount of of points fantasy wise. But uh, it, he's also one of those where it's kind of like week to week. You have to to, to pay attention. To what he's doing and what team he's playing against is a big thing with him. um You know, if they're playing somebody that's crap, then sure, great, bet him. But if it's like, you know, anybody that's halfway decent and has a good defense, I don't really take him so much.
1: Oh, we'll put you on the spot. Same team. Brian Robinson or Antonio Gibson, who you got?
2: Antonio Gibson. Yes. Uh, every day, all day.
1: This is why I like you. This is why <laughs> I'm going along. we didn't even talk about Antonio Gibson. I could just sense it. It's an aura. Oh
2: yeah, no, yeah, it's just a stupid move if you don't take Gibson. Come on.
1: He looked good. He scored a touchdown tonight. Receiving, Did he? Receiving touchdown. Yes. Nice. Good. He looked
2: good. I love drafting with people like normies, as I call them, that people don't don't know fantasy because. They have no clue. So you can pick all all these people up that you really like and make this killer team. And they're like, I have Zeke. I'm like, okay, good luck with that. Have a great time. You looked at his ADP. That's the only thing you looked at. To me, ADP is a popularity contest. Somebody jumps on the bandwagon. Like, for instance, he's a wonderful player. I think he'll go far. But Olave is crazy high it's like insanely high i looked at it yesterday and i went what the fuck happened (laughs) and it's because everyone's talking him up so everyone picks him therefore his adp goes up it's simple like i don't understand what people don't understand about this
1: unfortunately unfortunately i'm out here the one touting alave too but i will i will acknowledge the fact at least with alave for this year I'm not gonna be shocked if we find that Michael Thomas is actually still good at football for at least one more year. <laughs> and that uh, it hurts Chris Olave because Michael Thomas is, you know, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Especially at running slants. Yep. <laughs> you don't get you don't get the name slant boy by uh, not being good at slants. So
2: exactly. Exactly.
1: It's it's good to see though, uh, uh man, as crazy as it sounds though, Olave had a great year last year for a rookie. Um yep. all things considered and what a massive quarterback upgrade he got from the fact he goes from Andy Dalton and Taysom Hill to actually Derek Carr. And I don't think I'd ever be saying Derek Carr as a massive quarterback upgrade, but here we are. <laughs> here we are, Derek we, Carr.
2: I was so mad the other day because the, ugh, because the shit assholes that I was drafting with are actually fantasy guys, so they know what they're doing. So they all decided to take QBs like crazy early, and it was Pretty much between, I don't even remember because they were so crap. But Carr was like the only decent one. It hurt me so bad to click that button and put all my wasn't all my faith because I, I don't even remember who I had. He's my second QB. I only need him for one week generally. But uh, I just, I don't know. I feel like he could be good, but he just, I don't know. There's just something about him. just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. I have such a like to me he's QB3. Like Anthony Richardson t- next year will be QB2. I feel like this year he's QB3 cuz you don't know. Um QB3 for me would be Carr all day. I take nearly anyone over him.
1: So talking about those quarterbacks too. I'm just looking at underdog ADP and just some of the wild stuff that goes on here. Uh do you hate Mac Jones as much as oh, everybody Jesus, else? Jesus. I was
2: does? just going to say that. It was I didn't want to continue because I talked so much. I was just going to say the only one that I may hate more oh, is yes. Mac Jones.
1: Oh, Don't have no. him in
2: anything. I, will, I would pick Heineken or Henny over. I would pick anybody. Anybody over Mac Jones. <laughs> anybody over
1: him. Mac Jones. Oh, you're driving the dagger in, right? We had some good agreements, and now you're just driving it in here.
2: Oh, we had to disagree on something.
1: Oh, so they got <laughs> keeps Mac, it
2: interesting.
1: They got Mac Jones behind Desmond Ritter. What are we doing? <laughs> I know one I of mean, them can actually throw a football.
2: Yeah, well, that is true. That is true. Well, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't like they don't. The numbers sometimes just don't make sense. So that's why you have to you have to look and know what you're doing. But you know, Mac Jones is Mac Jones, so not that
1: far off. <laughs> oh no, poor Mac. I did. I did like when you were talking about Kenny Pickett, though. That's the guy I've been on for a couple. Love years, him. And I and will he... reach
2: for Kenny Pickett all day, every day.
1: He has looked very, very sharp this uh, this preseason so far. And I know it's preseason, and I make fun of people who overreact too much to it. I know, but Right, me too. Preseason
2: and the first two weeks, to me, don't count.
1: Yeah, just just chill out a little bit, right? That's all right? we need to yeah. do. Just relax. Especially.
2: And then, you know, people get hurt, and they're like, oh, my God. It's like, bro, he has a, like a sprained ankle, or he, like he went over on his knee. Like, he has, he has weeks. You're fine it's it's getting all of those jitters out now so that if he get doesn't you know he doesn't get hurt come week four when it actually matters
1: <laughs> we get to week 13 14 we get to oh the playoffs, God. and then your guy goes down yeah Ain't that the worst feeling i'd rather do a week one let's get it out so of yeah exactly
2: <laughs> like everyone's jumping on me for alexander madison he's only going to be out for a couple games you know then he's going to be wonderful in my opinion but I, I don't know. It's uh, to me, it's uh, like something like that. Players, if they're if they're only going to be out for let's say the first two or three weeks, they suck anyway. The the teams that you don't expect to win win. Um, people like the one name that you've never heard ever catches a, a football for like however many yards or scores right. a touchdown, and then you never hear their name again. So to me, if they're only going to be out for the first couple of weeks, and you can substitute them with somebody else it's fine with me um as opposed to like a chua who is a wonderful player can't fall for the goddamn life of him and gets hurt all the time and i have a gut feeling he's only going to go halfway through the year i pray that it doesn't happen but there's just people that are more prone to to getting hurt tony tony i can't (laughs) even talk about it can't talk about it man I haven't been so many things
1: uh, yeah, uh, hurts.
2: but you know if if uh if it's only for the first few weeks just deal with it and shut <laughs> up i'm so sick of people like fucking bitching
1: hey don't feel too bad at Kadarius tony adam and i did a whole video on him last year so no uh, <laughs> you, yeah jinxed him and if you still go do you go and look at our youtube banner uh, pretty much every player we got on the YouTube banner up top was horrible uh, outside of Devontae Smith, right? DeAndre uh, Swift had a bad year. Gibson had a bad year. Rashad Bateman didn't do anything. It uh, was... Rashad
2: Bateman, I do like him a lot. I know.
1: It's just so horrible. If you make it on our YouTube banner, you're probably doomed. It's like the Yeah, Madness, yeah. The South well, at least African you know fan. now. <laughs> yes,
2: just put, up, put the ones you don't like up there,
1: hopefully. So, so let me ask you this. Being a Jets fan, I find there's a pretty big disconnect between Dynasty ADP and, and like, say, underdog ADP on, on one Garrett Wilson. <laughs> in Dynasty, he's fast approaching being the number three. I love three. him. Well, he's fast approaching being the number three guy, right? It'd be yep. Jefferson Chase, and then everybody wants Garrett Wilson. But in, crazy, right? In underdog ADP, he's still hovering around wide receiver 9, 10. Where mm-hmm. are you at with him for this year? Just talking one year, do you think he could – he could push those guys possibly. Can he, can he outproduce a Tyreek Hill, a Stefan Diggs, like these kind of guys, or are you still waiting for another year?
2: Yeah, I don't think he can this year. Um, I think we're giving him, I mean, I, I do, I really like him, but I think we're giving him too much credit. I think he's, uh, uh, halfway through the second, like next year, kind of he'll hit it. Um, he definitely like a long run type of player. Um, I think he's just going to do okay. Like, he's going to be medium of of the pack this year. He's definitely going to do well, but I don't think he's going to be the breakout star that everyone's kind of putting their faith in, which is fine with me. Draft him. Have at it, you know? But uh, definitely a long-term pick for me.
1: All right, some basic questions too—just general strategy things that we've always done here. We just got to find out where Tracy Norton is on this. So, stacking in best ball draft—I love you, do you stacking. Do, do you do it? You, you a stacker? Dude, Let's my first go.
2: article is called "Stacky Stack." Stacky stacks are my favorite thing in the entire world. Oh are, my god! What are what, are what are
1: what are a couple of your favorites? Right, whether it's for cost or just because you like both players and the connection. Uh, Ra
2: and, and golf. golf.
1: That's a good one. That's a good uh, one. Because you don't have to spend shit on Jared Goff. You never have to spend shit on Jared
2: Goff. uh, So this is what I do. This is basically my strategy. I'll pick... um, I'll go in and I'll pick pretty much like the player that I want. But it will be a quarterback like Goff that I know I don't have to reach for and no one's going to really want. But he's going to produce points. Um, And then I'll grab Amon Ron, kind of wait, you know, because you can pick up... Right. other key players for your stacky stack. Um, and then you kind of, or you go the other way, you know, pick up a, like a Mahomes, you're not going to get Kelsey. There's plenty of other people on the team that are going to do well enough. So it's, it's for me, it's one or the other. That's kind of what I go for. You either pick a good QB and and then you're going for a good wide receiver and running back. Um, but I'll always, my first is always an Raw pick. Uh, I don't, I don't generally go for the norm. I don't, I don't like a Lamar. I, I'm, I don't know. I just, I don't like what other people do.
0: Right. Everyone
2: like Jefferson ugh, chase. Ugh. It's like, come on, like be different. They're always the first off the board. It's boring. Just try something different. Hope to God it works. And if it doesn't right. y'all do something next year, you know, I mean, they're not bad picks and they're not a bad stack. But I go crazy with the stack. I'll stack, like, wide receivers, running backs. I'll take half of the – I'm I'm telling you, I'll send you some of my – you're going to laugh. I'll send you some of my stuff. It's it's like half Lions, half Chiefs. I will grab everyone and anyone. It's free points, man. It's free freaking points.
1: That's all right. I've been going against the grain, too. Once we developed this warp tool and I started looking at it on underdog – I started going real RB heavy, and that's faux pas, right? Nobody likes no, these running backs anymore. So I just me take them too. all. <laughs> so tight ends, I take ends, four of
2: them. Frig them. I take two tight ends. I will not take more than two, three maybe. But I go, you know, seven wide receivers, throw in the roster. I love running backs. I, everyone's it. like on the – here's the thing. Okay, points, whatever. If they actually produce, you're going to get points. Yeah. So why is it a huge deal? If you're picking somebody that's crap, you're not going to get the points. Obviously, there's a lot of good running backs, and every I mean, everyone is just shitting on them.
1: So I, on the, I don't understand it. On the concept of running backs, do you handcuff your running backs at all?
2: I don't know what that means.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. getting their backups, right? So if you're if you're drafting a uh, Najee Harris, for example. Do you go out and try to get like Jalen Warren just in case you're Always. wrong? Oh, you're a handcuffer.
2: <laughs> Always, because then you're covered. Wait, you're, you're stacked. covered. You're, you're stacked. Stacked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm serious. I'm like insane with it. I will take everyone on the team if I think they're good, but yeah. it, but they have to be good. Like I have to like them. Right. But uh, yeah, no. If if uh if they're gonna throw to them, I'll take. You know, there's there's a ton of teams that they kind of they do it well where they're, they they kind of throw to like three different people Yeah, consistently, they're not throwing to the same one. So to me, you kind of pigeonhole yourself if you just pick one of them, but it's not a very, it's not a very popular choice. Let me tell you, I've heard (laughs) a lot of it, but I, uh, I will go for three people on the team that they're going to throw to, because then they're always going to get points, especially, like I said, if they're decent, I'm not going to pick somebody that's crap like half these people do.
1: So at the end of your drafts here, round 17, 18, and underdogs, like what are you taking? Like who are the who are the targets at the end? Are you just trying to back Rico Dowell Ooh. Is
2: like my newest love. There you I go. I started picking him up um, towards the end a lot. Uh yeah, he's he's definitely in it for me. Um I can't even think like I, I take like uh gain will i take lower but not that low because whatever he goes nice. fast now um Mozart, i'll take lower um like but my thing is it my other saying is if i want some i take some and people hate it so i'll take somebody that technically should be like a 15th round pick in the, i don't know ninth like i'm i'm stupid with it if i want them and they complete my stack or they complete my team. And I know, I think they're going to do well. Cause I, I honestly, I go a lot on gut, but if I think they're going to do well based on my gut, then I'll, I'll take them early. And if not, I'll just pray that they're there. But Rico Dell right now is my, uh, he's my sleeper. Cause I think he's going to do well. No one really knows. Uh, Taysom Hill. I always pick up late because he is stupid with points. Um, You know, I like a
1: little Taysom Hill there too, right? Right. He's always
2: up there. He's always up there. He's what? I think he's hovering at seventh right now.
1: Right. You just get uh, this. You get this guy who could potentially come in and play quarterback on a given play. Exactly. Exactly. And you you get him at tight end. Like that's pretty awesome.
2: (laughs) Thank you thank you god i love you
1: well it's best ball you don't have to start this guy i wouldn't want him in a lineup right. league because right right he, exactly he probably won't do anything for like four weeks and he'd be in exactly, my lineup and exactly. I'd
2: go, oh. he's he's like the you know your bi-week guy i pick him up and then he's he's my bye week i'll throw him in right. you know as my my second or my third oh, but crazy. i always pick him up
1: it pen. is crazy low how how low his adp is he's tied in I 23 <laughs> i <laughs>
2: Dude, that's why no one picks him.
1: Oh, which is why smart. I don't
2: like saying his name because I don't want people to know. <laughs>
1: just, people would rather have Jake Ferguson than Taysom Tell Hill.
2: Me that's not disgusting.
1: <laughs> I don't get it. Like all he, right, just, good luck to you. he shouldn't
2: even be a name out of anyone's mouth.
1: <laughs> I take oh. Taysom Hill there all the time. God. All right, you got to help me out before we get out of here on betting. Right? This is what you—what you said you started with. What you were really good at. Yes. So you started making yes. money off of it. So, what do you bet? Like. you're Just walk me through, like, when we get in season? Are you betting props? Are you betting money lines? Are you betting spreads? I never bet
2: money lines ever.
1: No money lines? No, I don't like
2: money lines at all.
1: Are you doing Um, single bets or parlays or, like, what's your forte? Always a parlay. Okay.
2: And uh, I love um, over-unders on QB for, you know, um, like, rushing yards or receiving yards. Oh,
1: nice prop bets. I love it. Those
2: I always pick. Um, I try not to do, uh, you know, like how many touchdowns or whatever, cause it's just too up in the air, right. but I, I'm a big, um, like the top guys for rushing and receiving yards. I just go down the line. I go on gut. So I'll go, I'll take a look at everybody. Um, I try not to pick more than like two or three from each team because then you just get kind of pigeonholed. Right. So I'll do like two. In a parlay, I'll do a QB and um, either usually a wide receiver, or running back. I'm always putting Kelsey in there because <laughs> I'm going to be his future wife. In case you didn't know, Let's he hasn't figured it out yet, but he will.
1: We'll he get will. there. He will. He was uh, he was out there too busy getting denied by Taylor Swift apparently yeah. recently. So, yeah, you got you got a chance, right? She didn't pick it up, so you got a good chance now, right?
2: Like... Well, I'll take his brother, but he's married.
1: Mm. (laughs) i love jason to death man eagle eagle for life their podcast
2: is hysterical
1: it's one of the best out there right oh my god i
2: love it so much the straw one had me dying
1: those two guys are hilarious dying they're amazing if you uh,
2: honestly if you want to get into it it, it's you kind of just got to jump in head first start slow money lines to me are too hard because here's the thing: if you get all your other stuff, because like I said, very conservative. If you get all your other stuff and your team loses, it's you're you're done, you're done. So For if sure. I do money line, I will only do money line. I don't add players in with it because it's it's just I don't like mixing them. But I try to stay away from it.
1: Do you do any uh, season long, like passing yards or anything like that? I
2: did this year on the yes. Jets, baby. Yes, I did. I did that they will get a rushing touchdown every single game because I'm a fucking moron. um, (laughs) And that they'll win more than 10 games. Oh, my God. It's hysterical. one. I put, like, $3 down. I think I'll win, like, $9 million because it's never going to happen.
1: A rushing touchdown every game.
2: Every game? Every Uh, game. It's it's so funny. (laughs) It's so fun, And that uh, that Aaron Rodgers will... um, do a touchdown i think six games maybe it was
1: something crazy
2: nothing it's not it's just fun it's just, just fun because we can hope and pray i so.
1: did a. I did a few underdog season-long props just because i was looking at some of the lines they had for like justin fields passing yards and i'm like see yeah, i haven't stupid. really
2: looked yet i should have done it oh the weekly winners and underdog i'm excited about
1: yes Yes. Uh, I got to pull these up too. I was just wondering what I really did with these stupid pickups too, because uh, we were talking about Kenny Pickett, and I know I got a prop on Kenny Pickett. Oh, it, was, it was like 18 and, a half, 18 and a half passing touchdowns or something like that was the line I got on it. I don't
2: think it's impossible.
1: Oh, like 18 just seems so low. He'd have to be god-awful to not throw 18 you know, touchdowns. Yeah,
2: but who knows? Who knows?
1: <laughs> who knows? Yes, yeah, so that's true.
2: Because st- that's the thing. I always go into it, and I'm like, this is a sure thing. You know, it's like negative 320, an underdog. And I'm like, I, I got it. And it's always, oh, my God, I can't even tell you how many bets I have because I bet basketball and stuff, too. Where it's uh, and baseball, because and now horse racing, if nothing else is on, because nothing else is on to bet on. And then I started with uh, women's stuff and video. Oh, God, I got when you can't bet, it's very boring, but it's always like, you know, eight and a half points, and it's like eight every time it's eight. And I'm like, well, or they take them out. I'm like, come on, boys, you just needed one more. Like, come on. They always take them out. Kills me.
1: The life of degenerate gambler. I love it. Oh,
2: it's a a hard life to live. You have to have a thick skin and uh, drink a lot of wine, which I don't. So
1: I imagine like sometime next year, I'll get you on a podcast. You'll be talking that you're betting the weather. like You're betting for snowfall in New York.
2: I'll go around to people and I'm like, what's the over under on this? And they're like, Jesus Christ. Come on. Come on, make it interesting, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, we'll have to come up with some good prop bets for the expo next year, right? Oh, but, uh, dude, man. I
2: already talked about that. It was like we should totally like how like how many times this person's gonna get drunk,
1: right. or how many
2: drinks they're gonna have, right. or how many times you know someone's gonna say something stupid. It would be so brilliant. We could do like a bingo board. I'm all oh, for it.
1: Be awesome. I'm all for that. Oh, this is a uh, so this was your first one, uh, but both of them that I've been to it doesn't matter if it was a friday night or the saturday night party we always get rain we always get a rainstorm we could probably bet on that right we could bet on weather that That storm
2: that first night was was crazy i mean it was cool but the rain out there once it comes it comes
1: it was (laughs) not it was not cool for me it was just sprinkling and our airbnb was only four or five blocks away dude
2: can i just tell you that next year I was, I had such FOMO looking at your pictures. (laughs) I said, these men did it right.
1: Like
2: Airbnb is the way to go. So I may join you. I'm going to just hop on in.
1: It was a, it was a giant frat house, but we do not discriminate at all. We could turn it into a one house the guys.
2: (laughs) You can do your thing, That's the first thing I say to everybody is just treat me like a guy. I can burp, out burp anybody. And I'm telling you, yeah, I just want to be like one of the guys
1: with all the uh, all the bathrooms the, it's just like in a real school too we had a boys and a girls uh but it didn't really matter i just used whatever one was closer yeah,
2: exactly just whatever if you be on closer. the seat just clean it off that's all i ask
1: hey we'll, we'll get you in touch uh, next year we had plenty of space don't worry about it it's gonna be even bigger next year the the guy who's renovating it is working on the uh the third nice. floor so that was only... a smart
2: way to do it though the okay. problem was that was the problem with the rain is that people were were spread out so much that once the rain came, it broke everybody down into like their little groups. Yep. And I was like, I'm 43. I haven't been out in like 17 years. It's Friday night, and I'm going to bed at 11:30. Like, what Ooh. is wrong with this picture? Because oh. yeah, you know.
1: See, and if you're next sta- year, new. No. If you're staying at the shit house, I think that day I was awake till like 11 i might have got two hours of sleep oh Saturday. yeah that's
2: but that's what i wanted to do that's what Safe. i was like all for, you know and i'm like you guys are 20 and 23 years old like you're you're giving them that age group a bad name
1: love it love it all right tracy one last time before we get you out of here let the people know where they can find you what you're going to be doing this season i know you're still working on some things uh the mm-hmm. expo has been very fruitful which is yes. awesome to see Glad I could get you on and fit you in. You're you're a you're a wanted person, right? (laughs) You're in high demand now.
2: I have three tomorrow, and then I have I have I have Dave, Dave from SGPN on Thursday, dude. I listen to the like I'm bringing up emails of I read Fitzy every day, and I'm talking to him like he's my buddy. The greatest thing, but. It will be, eventually it'll be Gridiron Gal. There'll be like a podcast and a website officially up. But right now, mainly Twitter, gg underscore box for Battle of the Sexes, which, you know, if you want to learn more, there's stuff on there. Next year, we're going to make it absolutely bigger. And it's going to be insane because Scott Fish is helping us as well. Six men versus six women. It's very cool. Um, but yeah, Twitter's the best. and Anybody and everybody, just reach out. I don't care who you are or who you think you are or not, because I'm, I'm a nobody. I'm a hot mess half the time. If you saw how I woke up like Joe Dirt, you would not want me on your show. My hair's out to here. I just don't get it. So yeah, just reach out and I'll help anybody with anything
1: oh i love it tracy thank you so much for coming on the inaugural episode hopefully i'll keep this going yeah you'll be the first one forever if i can actually make this a thing and
2: you got it you you got this look at you you got
1: it any content creators out there who are wanting to get on the show and just want to talk ball and chop it up like we did tonight hit me up. DMs are open. And if you got a favorite one that you'd like to see on here, you know, put a little pressure on them, right? I'm not as, I'm not as good at reaching out to people as I should be. You
2: got me for now, buddy.
1: Yeah, we got Tracy. We got Tracy. Thank you so much for tapping in. Thank you, Tracy, for joining us. That's going to do it, folks. We'll see you back here. Same time, same place next week.